Welcome back to the Shrine of My Mind. You are with Batuma at Peace. This episode is called Being a Shaman in America is Crazy. So when we come back, we'll get into it. All right, so let's talk about it. Me, myself, I was born in Augusta, Georgia. I was raised in Aiken, South Carolina, you know, below the Mason-Dixon line. And yeah, where I'm from, it's a very, very religious area and everything. Christianity is extremely big. My father is actually a Baptist preacher. And so uh, spirituality and everything has always been a big part within my life. Now, when I ended up having to go to South Africa and be initiated and trained as a Sangoma, uh, and I realized that the perception that we have towards that is, first off, everything that's African to anybody in uh, America that is of African descent that would call themselves African Americans and things like that, we've been trained to pretty much have a lot of fear towards anything that's African. So what's happened or what I've learned after a year or so being an actual Sangoma is that we are very, very afraid of the things that we don't know in Africa. And we don't even know how those things are being used right now. Uh, people are using ancient practices that we've been using forever and they're using it to their benefit while we still are fearful. So that's one thing that's crazy. When we come back, I talk about a situation that I had with my mother that showed me that that fear is very real. Be right back. So yeah, it was February 1st, the beginning of Black History Month, and I was getting ready to uh, go somewhere with my mother. And I went to go and put... Uh, the headdress uh, represented uh, in Zulu is called the Ochelo, is where Europeans got the concept of uh, putting that ring around the little babies' heads and the little winged uh, beings that they were calling angels. Uh, it's the same concept, and they call it a halo, right? Uh, but anyway, I put this Ochelo on my head, and first off, it's an honor to be able to even wear it, uh, and it represents ancient African traditions, right? But as I was getting ready to walk out the house with my mother, my mother literally, I could see the fear in her eyes and she said, now you know you can't wear that out with me, out in public. And I said, well, mom, is uh, it's the beginning of uh, Black History Month. I can't even wear it during Black History Month. And like I said, I could see the fear. So then the question comes, where does this fear come from, right? Well just taking a moment to be able to understand where my mother is coming from in the time that she was growing up as a young child she could still remember seeing burning crosses and all these things in the area right around where she grew up so she could see all those things and so everything that ended up being African to our parents our grandparents our great aunts and great uncles and things of that nature a lot of that has literally been 
put into their head that anything that's African could get you killed. So that's an extreme fear. Now, the interesting thing that I found out also is that today, most of the people who are life coaches or motivational speakers, your monks, your priests, uh, your counselors, psychologists, psychiatrists, all these different things, all those different titles end up basically coming into what indigenous people already had represented as their traditional healers within their communities. So nowadays people are utilizing many of the same types of practices that they learned from indigenous people. And they're using it to their benefit and they've given it a different title and they make you be less afraid to go to a counselor that's a psychologist that has no awareness of your ancestral needs or the energy that is actually within you that's encoded into your DNA and everything else. So as we get ready to wrap this up, we'll be right back. So, from all that I've experienced thus far, what have I learned about why it feels that being a shaman in America is crazy? Personally, I feel it's considered to be crazy only by a Western mentality. And if me actually following my inherited traits and my ancestral wisdom and knowledge going back to Africa in order to be able to reconnect with something that I lost, if that's considered to be crazy, then I'll be happy to be crazy. Especially if what's going on inside of this country isn't already considered to be crazy in and of itself. I don't want to be that crazy. So I guess this type of crazy is good enough for me. I'll be crazy with my ancestors. So I would encourage you all listening, whatever it is that you may be doing that people may be considering you to be crazy because you have a passion towards something that you truly love that's dealing with you or yourself and spirituality and things of that nature and you want to just be able to take control back of your own mind and things I would definitely encourage you yeah somebody trying to call in now but I would definitely encourage you anybody who calls you crazy due to that be crazy be as crazy as you have to be because the same people who they are using to be able to diagnose us as crazy, uh, as their psychologists and things of this nature, they went to go and study the so-called crazy people before they even learned what they've learned. So with that, we say Tokoza. Thank you all for listening. See you again on the next podcast. This has been another episode of Putuma at Peace. Please feel free to leave any messages, any questions that you may have, because those questions may end up being topics on our next episodes. And definitely make sure that you share the link with as many people as possible. If it's helped you, share it so it can help others. And we'll keep putting things out. Definitely appreciate you. Stay at peace. This is Putuma at Peace. Out.